and it is a very good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Ungoverned Live on LFA TV, rumble.com slash LFA TV, Roku, Fire Stick, and everywhere. And welcome to everybody who's joining us off the front page of Rumble. We really appreciate the love and the support from Rumble, the fastest growing and most revolutionary free speech video platform on the market, out there. It's great. So welcome to Ungoverned. Uh, you are now a part of the captain's crew, I guess you call it. The captain's crew, the ungovernables. Hope everybody's doing well. Let's take a look at the live chat right now as we are rocking and rolling. Uh, happy to hear that the Russians did not hack me today. Because some Russian hacked me as I dropped an F-bomb. I don't know who that was, but that's not a nice game. It's probably Putin, Putin with Putin. Uh, but we have uh, Joe Biden, who is banning gas stoves. What? He's He's doing what? He's banning gas stoves. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about uh, how that's going to work. 1869 Rifleman, thank you very much uh, for the rumble rant. Uh, the FAA has grounded flights. You see that? The FAA, they grounded flights. They're back now. They're, they had a computer outage, too, just like, uh, just like uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, Southwest Airlines. We got Gravy Norton, Dr. Gravy in the chat. He wants to be called Sauce. I will not comply. Uh, we have Blue Collar Bunch. Corey's in there. By the way, OFP Farms, I just want to say quickly, and uh, they're, they're a great small business out of California. They make this beard balm. This is Outlaw, I think mine is called. And it is, uh, that stuff, I had an itchy, I was like, I like, it was bad the other day. I know MD Norton's going to be like, he's got fleas. But it's okay. I put this, first of all, the stuff smells great. But it works, I'll tell you. Uh, so, uh, OFP farms, I think you'll see them blue collar bunch in there. Check them out. They're awesome. Great small business, all natural stuff. Goat farmers. Uh, so that, that was cool. That their beard balm is amazing for the, so for the dudes out there, uh, the beard balm, if you have a, a beautiful beard like yours, truly check them out. Uh, so Biden wants to ban gas stoves. We had the FAA. They just, uh, grounded everything this morning. Uh, we have... Uh, or we, what was the other thing? The, uh, the House of Representatives has voted to uh, form a select committee on U.S. competition with China. China. You know that. We're going to talk about it. We could do Trump lessons again. Remember Russia, China, Mexico. Russia, we do like this. This is Russia. China's two hands. Big country, China. And Mexico, we make the OK symbol because they said, Mr. President, we want to pay for the wall. I said, OK. Mexico. Uh, so we have the the uh, House of Representatives voting to create a bipartisan China Select Committee. It is the United States Competition with China Select Committee. 65 people voted no. And wouldn't you know it, they're all Democrats. Well, we have all the names, so that'll go on. Uh, we've got the uh, an update on Joe Biden's classified documents. Apparently, intel reports related to Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom. Uh, spanning from the years 2013 through 2016, were found in the uh, Joe Biden think tank. I think he needs to spend a little more time in the think tank. It's like Steve from Blue's Clues, the thinking chair. But Joe Biden sits in the thinking chair, nothing happens. You just see the wheels turning in his head. It's this guy's fault, but we're spending all that money on HIV AIDS, as soon as he holds Elton John's shoulder. Uh, a story out of Oregon, if we get to it. Oregon... The state of Oregon pledging to affirm sex changes for kids as uh, they are suffering 
plummeting test scores, specifically reading proficiency. So that's good. So the priorities of Oregon, and of course you're going to see this happen across the rest of the country, doesn't matter that the test scores are low. We got to make sure that we can continue to groom kids, to mutilate children, uh, to push sex changes. And I would really like to get to this today. Hunter Brown, I'm not sure if anybody has heard of this young man, uh, but another one, unfortunately, a football player uh, who played for Air Force, United States Air Force, college, 21 years old, walking to class, um, collapsed and died. So 21 years old, and folks, sophomore center from the United States Air Force Falcons, Lake Charles, Louisiana. That's where he was from. He was on his way from class from his uh, on his way to class from his dorm dorm room. Collapsed, passed away. We need to know what's going on. Okay, we're we're past the point of. We need to know what's going on. I'm not going to assume. I find it funny, though, how plenty of people will assume what it isn't. And this is, by the way, on both sides. We have a lot of people who are assuming it has to be the vaccine. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. I would be led to believe that it's something related to that, considering the aggressive mandates and the push to get everyone vaccinated. But it's wrong to assume that that's definitely what it is. Definitely. In other words, it could be nothing else. It is not wrong to believe that it could be playing a role. But it's wrong to assume that it's definitely that and nothing else. Because we don't know. Just like it's wrong to assume that it's definitely not that. And you see the fake news come out there and go, well, if you believe it's the vaccine, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're QAnon, it's that, the other thing. No. But we need to know what's going on. Because if it isn't the vaccine, what is it? Now, as far as I know, that's the only thing that's been changing or that has changed so rapidly over the last so on and so many years or two years now over these vaccine rollouts. So we'll get to Hunter Brown, but rest in peace uh, to Hunter Brown, 21 years old. What are we doing? We need to know why America's athletes or the world's athletes, young men, young women are dropping dead out of nowhere. We have to find out. And we may not like what the the investigation turns up, but we have to find out. But let's talk about gas stoves. You know, it's funny. We hear uh, the climate change hoax. And it's been warm here in New York the last couple of days. You know, it's uh, January. We're getting that January thaw. Doesn't look like we're going to have a very active winter, although it, what'll probably happen is old man winter hates. When we move to Tennessee, that's when New York will get its first uh, blockbuster snowstorm. I'll miss out on snow for my very last chance, but that's okay. Uh, the climate change hoax is hilarious. You remember back on Loud Majority Show, 10 a.m., we were in, it was August or September, I believe it was August, right? Uh, and Hurricane Ian. Was that September or was that August? September. So Hurricane Ian, we called that 11 days in, uh, in, in advance, right? I said, let's listen, we did, we did weather forecast and it was really something awesome. Um, so Hurricane Ian, we had that. I've been looking at weather for a long time. I've been fascinated by weather for a long time. Uh, I know Lil Patriot in there, Jackie, has been fascinated. I think she went to school for meteorology. Um, 
this climate change thing is nonsense. And now the fact that we're going to come out there and say we have to ban gas stoves because of emissions and fossil fuels and the climate change hoax and save the polar bears and the turtles and all these things. Folks, we got to get a grip on this. And I remember saying it last year in around February, March, that that time frame when gas started to go through the roof and they blamed it on Russia, Russia, Russia. And everyone was talking about the, the Ukraine war and Putin's price hike. Remember all that? And it was Pete Boot Edge Edge. Boot. Excuse me. Boot Edge Edge. He has an unpronounceable name. Nobody knows how to say it. Boot. Then Edge. Then Edge. Boot Edge Edge. Speaking of Boot Edge Edge. Transportation Secretary. Big failure this morning. FAA computer outage. What went on? Boot Edge Edge. But I remember saying it last year. I did a few shows on it back when I hosted uh, Dr. Cordy's Unfettered Patriot on uh, KCBQ, The Answer San Diego for Salem Media. I mentioned this. We mentioned it on some of the morning podcasts that we were doing from New York. And we're going to mention it again with updated numbers. If everybody buys an electric car, cool. Nobody's using gasoline to drive from point A to point B. The problem is, as everybody knows... The electricity that you use to charge your electric car has to come from somewhere. There is no electricity fairy that's sitting inside of your wall. There is no snap your fingers and you have electricity and the lights go on. Remember Donald Trump used to make this joke all the time about the wind turbines. Honey, I really want to watch the Trump rally, but we can't because the wind isn't blowing. What a shame. We can't watch the fake news because the wind's not blowing tonight. Honey, what a shame. You don't get all this energy from renewable sources. A majority, a vast majority of our electricity comes from burning fossil fuels. Now, let's take it on a step-by-step basis. Let's say that we want to take our energy and make sure that it comes from clean sources like nuclear, right? You want to make it come from renewable sources like wind and solar and water, which is right now not possible. That's the point. So if we just cut down on natural gas, gas stoves, gas-powered cars, gas-powered generators, if we cut down on all of that, we have to increase our demand to produce more electricity, to supply it to the grid, and the only way to do that right now, today, where we stand, is to burn more fossil fuels. So we're not actually making a difference. This is what I'm saying when I talk about ungoverned, okay? We need to understand something. I want you to share this show into all of your liberal circles because they have to understand. I honestly believe there's a a large number of them who don't know this. I, I really do. And it's not because I'm trying to be condescending and say that they're stupid. On other issues, they're definitely stupid. On this one, I think they may just not know. Uneducated is a word they like to use. I'm all for making things cleaner. I would love to reduce emissions. Why? I don't want to breathe that crap in. But the problem that we're all having is, okay, let's all switch to electric cars. Good, great, fantastic, wonderful idea in concept. But where does the electricity come from? Someone's got to, well, you can't just plug it into the wall. If the electricity isn't getting to your wall, it comes from somewhere else. 
So I've got the facts, I've got the data from our own government on where our electricity comes from. We'll get to that in a minute. Let's pivot over to the Rumble chat right now as I see uh, producer Eli going berserk over there. Holy moly, it is 1014 and we are at 325 Rumbles already. Wow. Thank you so much for the love and the support. 1,100 people watching this early in the show. And uh, folks, let's hit the share button. Let's put this everywhere. Let's keep hitting the Rumble button. But most importantly, let's make sure that we are subscribing to LFA TV. Rumble.com slash LFA TV so that you never miss anything that comes off of this channel because we are the most dynamic network on Rumble and Rumble is the fastest growing video platform on the internet right now. So let's make sure that we're subscribed. Let's make sure that we're rumbling not just this show, but every show. All right. Let's get to this article from the post-millennial. Biden regime moves to ban gas stoves in war against fossil fuels. The Biden, this is from Joshua Young. The Biden administration is looking into banning gas stoves used in roughly 40% of American households to reduce climate warming emissions, such as from methane. Well, if we're going to be clamping down on methane, might we start with Stacey Abrams and Rosie O'Donnell? Because those two windbags like to fart a lot, I'm pretty sure. Okay? Eric Swalwell, too. His flatulence, Eric Swalwell, just got removed from a committee. He threw a he threw a hissy fit. Lenny Dykstra on Twitter. Say what you want about him as a baseball player. Maybe not the most high-character guy, but he made a hilarious tweet. He said, I guess Kevin McCarthy defang-fanged Eric Swalwell. Because, you know, <laughs> Eric Swalwell, China, Chinese spy, fang-fang. Remember that? Interesting. They're reducing climate warming emissions. So Eric Swalwell's carbon footprint must be. He farted on live television. You didn't. I'll have to play that for you later, Brendan. It's just a, you just hear him. He's on. He's on. I think it was Fox. And this year, and it's like someone stepped on a duck back there, Congressman. Uh, they're saying methane exacerbates climate change. Remember the first Green New Deal, AOC. We have to clamp down on cow farts. Yeah. So cows that are farting, that's an existential threat to the the, the Earth. Okay. Uh, the EPA and WHO. We can't trust them. They claim that the gas stoves emit pollutants that are connected to respiratory illness. Respiratory illness. WHO. When they said that COVID could not be transmitted from person to person, January 21st of 2020. Remember that? I don't want to hear what they have to say about respiratory illnesses as I slurp from Darth Vader's head. Or do the silent slurp. According to Bloomberg, U.S. Consumer, uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission Commissioner Richard Trumka Jr. said, quote, this is a hidden hazard. And, quote, any options on the table, products that can't be made safe can be banned. Got it. John Hassan uh, pointed out on Twitter that one of the primary studies cited by Bloomberg did a study of only 53 homes that were all located in California. The World Health Organization and Environmental Protection Agency have claimed that gas stoves emit gases such as carbon monoxide, which we know, you open a window. Carbon monoxide is not a new thing. It's the silent killer. It's very scary. Speaking of which, everyone should make sure today that your smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors are functioning properly. It could save your life. But they emit carbon monoxide and nitrogen dioxide at levels that are unsafe and linked to respiratory illnesses cardiovascular problems, cancer, and other health conditions. Brady Seals, who works for the climate change activist nonprofit Clean Energy Group, RMI, in their Carbon-Free Buildings program, 
co-authored one of the reference studies. Ah, so there's no reason why that would be biased at all. Not like his nonprofit depends on donations based off of the findings of the study or anything. Come on. Uh, in December of 2021, New York City built, uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio signed a law mandating that newly constructed buildings in New York City ban gas stoves. Representative Don Bayer of Virginia, a uh, buyer, sorry, and Senator Cory Booker. Remember him? Spartacus. This is my Spartacus moment. I'm breaking the rules. Uh, Cory Booker of New Jersey have reached out to the Biden administration and said gas stoves have a disproportionate effect on black, Latino, and low-income households. Of course they do. You know. On Twitter, Matt Walsh said, you will have to pry my gas stove from my cold, dead hands. Later adding, electric stoves are garbage. They cook slow and unevenly. Gas stoves are superior in every way. Now, I have no problem with my electric stove. However, I will say that the gas stove, first of all, fire is cool. Like, flames are cool. I'm a, I'm a little, tiny little bit of a pyro. I could turn fire green. Matter of fact, I can put that video up either tomorrow or Friday. I turn a fire green. I'm like the Wizard of Oz. It's unbelievable. Pay no attention to that man in front of the green screen. Except pay, please pay attention. Like, a lot of fun. Um, but there's something that, that, that is special about cooking on like a natural flame. On like heat. Like an actual flame, I could see it. You know, the electric stove glows and does all that. All right, you want to say it's safer, it's this, that, and the other thing. But... I like gas. I have an electric stove here. We're going to have an electric stove when we move. No big deal. But I do like gas stoves. I like cooking on a grill. I like cooking on a fire. And reducing down the coals. You do the double wrap tin foil, beef and brock. It's real good. What? Yeah. You think, I'm, you think I'm joking? Gravy Norton knows what I'm talking about. Guy's a musician. He's also probably a fantastic chef. But anyway, they're banning gas stoves. And obviously, you know that this... Well, they're trying to ban gas stoves. Now, I saw a lot of funny memes floating around. You know, they have the, the picture of the like the, the gun with the with the black star and it's come and take it, the pro-Second Amendment meme. They had a picture of a gas stove with the same thing, said come and take it. Because, you know, they're trying to ban guns. They want to ban gas stoves as well. So they're trying to ban the gas stoves. And the best part is they, you know, they're looking at doing this because they want clean energy. We want less dependence on fossil fuels. Okay. Well, now let's just go to the data, shall we? Who wants to do data? I want to do data. I like data. I like facts. I like going through where the electricity comes from. So let's put this up on the screen. Let's put this up on the screen. The sources of all of America's energy, shall we? There it is. Energy sources. Total, all sources. There you go. Fossil fuels make up 61% of America's electricity. 61%. Natural gas is 38%. Coal is 21.9%. And then so on and so forth. Nuclear makes up 18.9%. Renewables, total, folks, total of renewables. 19.8%. They don't even make up a fifth of our country's energy. Let's go back to that chart. Wind. The wind is not blowing. We can't watch the fake news tonight. 9.2%. Hydropower for the liberals that are going to watch later. That means water. 6.1%. Solar. The power of the sun. You would think it's always out. You can get these panels all over the place. Yeah. Solar only makes up 2.8%. Photovoltaic, 
Solar, thermal, that's all different solar. Biomass energy. I don't even know what that is. 1.3%. But you can see that only one, approximately one-fifth of our country's energy comes from renewable resources. So according to this chart, if we were to ban gas stoves, if everyone was to buy an electric car, like Pete Boot Edge Edge. Boot Edge Edge. Remember that. Boot Edge Edge. Unpronounceable. He's an unpronounceable name. Boot Edge Edge. We would have to burn a majority. We'd have to burn a disproportionate amount more fossil fuels to keep up with that demand. 61% of our country's electricity comes from fossil fuels. Almost 40% of it comes, over, over a third of it comes from natural gas. I mean, are we, are we, are we understanding this now? Do you understand why making such a such a, a quick move to ban the gas stove? It, it, it not only is it not possible, but if you put an electric stove in everybody's home, how are we going to power it? Where are we going to supply? If we get an electric car, everyone gets an electric car. How are we going to supply all of that energy to the people who are now plugging in their cars versus filling them up at a gas station? How are we doing it? And when you ask that question, you're a racist. I swear, it's unbelievable. How is that a racist thing to ask? How are we powering our, how are we charging our electric cars? How are we powering our electric stove? Well, honey, the wind isn't blowing tonight, so we can't cook dinner. How ridiculous is that? The windmill's not going out there, can't turn the stove on. The water's not flowing out there, can't turn the stove on. Honey, honey. The sun's not out. We can't cook dinner. I guess we're going to just have to make a fire in the backyard and do it the old-fashioned way. It's true. That's what that's what we're coming to. Nobody understands that we have to produce the electricity somehow. It's got to be produced somehow. And 61% of our electricity comes from fossil fuels. So if we have... A greater need, now follow this logic now, if we have a greater need for electricity, whether it's an electric car, electric stoves, electric fireplaces, the electric slide, boogie, oogie, 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 I don't know, whether we have, if we we increase our demand for electric things, that means we're increasing our demand for electricity. Which in turn is going to increase our demand right now where we stand on fossil fuels. We are chasing our tails. Why? Because we're a bunch of woke, virtue signaling idiots running this country. We're not. But the people who are running this country are. California State Senator Scott Weiner. Man, I love when people's names are Weiner. It's just, it's just hysterical. Anthony Weiner. The best part was Anthony Weiner. Remember Anthony Weiner? was sending pictures of his junk. He was sexting. And with the last name Wiener, you probably don't do that. That's why Homeland was very was very clever. They made a character on their show based off of Anthony Wiener that got caught in a sexting scandal, and his name was Dick Johnson. It's hysterical. Like Ligma Johnson, what uh, Elon Musk did, Holden McGroin, one of my personal favorites. Then there was Isa Cox, remember that? But that's a real person's name. California State Senator Scott Weiner wrote in favor of the ban and said, quote, gas stoves are toxic to people's health. They cause asthma in children, cardiac problems, and other disease. They need to be phased out. 
When did that become a thing? Apparently, this is a 53 homes they studied. I've never, I mean, I grew up with a gas stove. We switched to electric. I didn't have like asthma or like cardiac. Nobody had any problems. Wieners also brought forward bills that relax laws for the sex offender registry. Well, go figure. His last name's freaking Wiener. So, of course, he's bringing forth bills that are going to relax laws for the sex offender registry. Puts biological males in women's prisons and work to decriminalize those who infect others with HIV after not telling them of their positive status. Wiener also supports public heroin injection sites and decriminalizing prostitution. So the same guy who wants to relax laws for sex offenders, put biological males in women's prisons, decriminalizing, uh, infecting people with HIV if you know you have AIDS and don't tell them, uh, and public heroin injection sites and decriminalizing prostitution, that guy, that guy is telling you what you need to ban in your home. Gas stoves, that's the problem, not prostitutes. Not people infect, intentionally infecting other people with HIV. Not safe injection sites and getting hooked on heroin. No, that's not a problem. You know what the problem is, according to Senator Scott Weiner, Gas stoves. Ian Hayworth tweeted, Joe Biden's solution to his voluntary destruction of the gas industry is to ban gas cookers, regulating Americans uh, to suffering through food that is either frozen or burned. Another user noted, when you lose power due to a blizzard or a hurricane, having a gas stove can save your life. Naturally, the government wants to ban it. Absolutely true. That's another good point. You lose power, you can't cook. You lose power with a gas stove, you can cook. Some people have the electric ignition, but you can always use a match to light it. What's next? Gas grills? They're going to they're gonna ban the Blackstone? Please don't do that. You ban the Blackstone, I'm going to jail. I can't live without the Blackstone. You know, in our apartment, I got the six-in-one food ninja. It's the electric grill. And it's good. I like it. A lot of fun. It cooks well. It's not the same thing as a grill, though. It's not the same thing as a grill. So, uh, unfortunately, there's nothing like... There's nothing quite like cooking on gas, on a gas stove, on a gas grill, uh, a, a gas griddle, whatever it might be. All right, we're clo- coming in on, uh, wow, we're coming in on 1030. We are at 427 rumbles right now. This is looking like a potentially record-setting day here in the 10 a.m. slot on Ungoverned. Uh, so we really, I really appreciate that. If you could do us a favor, take the link, the URL, post it all over your social medias. We've got 1,300 watching. Make sure all 1,300 of you are subscribed to rumble.com slash LFA TV. We're at 42.8 thousand subscribers. I think we can get to 43,000 by the end of the day. Matter of fact, we can do that if everybody right now makes sure they're subscribed, unless they're already subscribed. But make sure you're subscribed and make sure you're hitting the Rumble button. Uh, We really appreciate it. It helps us fly up the leaderboard as gravy norton dr gravy says i just rumbled i wanted to be sure i like the show this gravy guy man this gravy guy is just uh he's out of control coming in on 10 30 we'll check in on the chat here uh they someone said is that the egg-shaped grill it is i do have that food ninja the egg-shaped grill uh who's 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 asking if we would set the apartment on fire no we could not do that yeah no that would be first of all 
I would be doing stupid stuff with it, pouring like the moonshine on there, making big... Yeah, no, wouldn't work out good. Uh, if you have a gas stove, though, and you lose power, you can still cook, so that's pretty cool. All right, let's move on to uh, China. You want to talk about China? Remember, we talk about it. China, you got to use two hands when you say it. China. China. Russia, China, Mexico, okay? And every now and then, we throw in a couple of other countries, North Korea, Rocket Man, Japan. We talk about it. Japan, Iran is a horrible place. Ukraine, of course we talk about Ukraine, perfect phone calls. All right, this on the Hill. Oh, please, there's a, there's a video of Dan Crenshaw. I don't want to look at him. He's such, a, he's such a snake. The House voted overwhelmingly to pass a resolution Tuesday to create a select committee focused on the United States competition with China. Okay, fulfilling a campaign promise Republicans made in the lead up to the 2022 midterm elections. The resolution passed in a 365 to 65 vote with 146 Democrats joining Republicans in supporting the measure. All no votes came from Democrats. Well, wait until I put the list of Democrat names on the screen of all of the no votes uh, who just voted no on this committee to investigate China. You know, you talk about it, China. It's a horrible thing. So we're going to have this select committee chaired by Representative Mike Gallagher, the Republican from Wisconsin, will zero in on the Chinese Communist Party's economic, technological, and security progress and the strategic competition between Beijing and Washington. The resolution tasked the panel with investigating and submitting policy recommendations on those matters. The group which will be made up of seven Republicans and five Democrats, has the authority to hold public hearings. Quote, I've heard my colleagues on both sides say that the threat posed by communist China is serious. I fully agree, Speaker Kevin McCarthy said during debate on the House floor Tuesday. This is an issue that transcends political parties and creating the select committee on China is our best avenue for addressing it. We want the very best ideas and it doesn't matter where they come from. At the end of the day, we don't need we won't need a minority and majority report. We'll just need one philosophy with one principle and America will be stronger for the future to come. Ahead of the midterm elections, McCarthy said House Republicans would create a select committee on China should they take control of the chamber in November. He said he wanted to, quote, look at every industry that China has tried to take control on and, quote, look at where China has been stealing our technology as well. China. It's a lot of fun to say. It comes from right here. China. That's where it is. China. Now, 65 people voted no. And who is surprised? They were all Democrats. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we had the Patriot 20. Remember the Patriot 20? Those 20 Republicans who held McCarthy from being Speaker over 15 votes to get a lot of concessions. Those concessions were... It turns out very substantial, already paying dividends. Speaking of which, Matt Gaetz is pushing for something. I guess he watches the show because now Matt Gaetz wants to put cameras in the house all the time. Isn't that funny? We said it yesterday. We've been saying it for a while. Televised public debate on foreign aid so the American people know where the money's going and who thinks it's better spent in some other country than than here. Matt Gaetz, we should have cameras all the time, he said. Good. Might I volunteer LFA TV to put that production forward? That would be pretty fun. I don't think the Democrats would like that very much. But there was the there was the Patriot 20, right? The 20 Republicans who held out to put America first. Now there's the 65 
Democrats, I don't know what we want to call them, the sleazy 65, who decided we should not investigate China. I wonder why. Here you go. Here's your list. Some common names on there. You can see Ocasio-Cortez, Jerry Nadler, Jerry Nadler, Jerry Nadler. Ted Lieu is on that list. Sheila Jackson Lee is on that list. Ayanna Presley is on that list. Rashida Tlaib is on that list. Uh, so you can see that there are a ton of, of, of usual suspects on this list here that do not want to investigate China. Why would Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez not want to investigate China? Why would Ayanna Presley not want to investigate China? Why would Jerry Nadla not want to investigate China? Or Rashida Tlaib? You know who I'm, I'm shocked is not on this list? Eric Swalwell, his flatulence. He's not on there. You know, he, he slept with a Chinese spy. I guess he's okay with that. He's not on the list. Uh, Je- uh, Hakeem Jeffries is not on the list. Nancy Pelosi's not on the list, right? She wasn't on there, was she? Was Nancy Pelosi on that list? No, she was not on that list. But they don't want to investigate China, and I don't know why. A lot of them said, well, we're, we're, you know, we're afraid of where this committee's going to be going, and it's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. They say they're investigating China, but really they're going to investigate Democrats. Well, if you're Democrats with ties to China, you might deserve to be investigated, no? Are you doing something wrong? You know, they say people with nothing to hide hide nothing. If we're investigating China and a bunch of American congressmen don't want to investigate China, it probably means they're complicit. Now, we don't presume anybody is guilty until they're proven guilty, right? We're innocent until proven guilty. That's our standard. We don't compromise on that. I would want the same standard and the same presumption of innocence to be provided to me should something like that come up, right? We don't presume anybody guilty before we before we hear everything out. We never do that. That's not how we roll. We're not the left, and that's one of those standards that we don't compromise on. But it is interesting, it is interesting that 65 people voted against this panel, 65 people voted against this committee, and they were all from the Democrat Party. Now, we know the Democrat Party loves China. We know that the Democrat Party looks at China as a model to do things. They look at China as a, as a means of furthering their control over the American people. They look at China as as an inspiration. Let me just... And they talk about public health. They talk about equality. They talk about doing things for 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 the good of the public. Tell me, how good was it in China for the public, for public health, for the well-being of the Chinese people when they were welded inside of their apartment buildings, left to die in an apartment fire. Are you inspired? Social credit scores. Yeah, I don't see what can go wrong there. Uyghurs. The, the concentration camps that are in China. There are people who don't know about this. There are concentration camps in China now. Now, Ilhan Omar is not on this list. But Rashida Tlaib is on the list. Ayanna Presley, Ocasio-Cortez. And they're the first person to come. Oh, it's Islamophobic. It's xenophobic. It's racist. It's, it's uh, social, social justice. Where are we? We talk about slavery and reparations. There is slavery in China, folks. There is slavery in China today. Now. 
Why wouldn't you want to investigate that? We're talking about how China is is experiencing economic growth. Their economy is, is, is trying to overtake that of ours. Why? Well, because they have a lot of laborers who they don't pay or they don't pay them well enough. There is human There are human rights violations all throughout the country of China. That's how that's why we are able to ship a lot of our jobs over there where the laws don't matter. Oh, well, we don't care if the Chinese people are taken advantage of. And by the way, I don't think we should be going in there and changing their laws. That's up to them to do. And if we want to do that, then we're going to do that. But then we can't on the same we can't on in the same sentence if you're let's say Nike or one of these one of these athletes, one of these Chinese prostitutes like LeBron James, right? Talking about reparations and slavery, or if you're in the NFL, or you're one of these 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 uh, Black Lives Matter activists who want to talk about reparations, and we have to slavery, and it's a stain. It is a stain on America, but we can't talk about slavery, about what happened to Black people in America, and then just ignore what's happening in China, where you go out there and you wear Nike, or you go out there and you use something that was that was made there, probably either by a slave or somebody not being paid a fair wage. We have the $15 an hour, $15 an hour minimum wage. We have that crowd out here that want to raise the minimum wage in the United States because you Americans deserve a livable wage. Human rights violations. Well, what about the human rights violations that are going on in China? You have no problem wearing your Adidas shoes. A lot of your Italian garments. What is that Italian? There's a an Italian fashion company. Oh, man. They had a huge uh, issue with COVID. Well, the point of the matter was this Italian company, that's why Italy got hit so hard by COVID. That first, what was the, can you look that up just real quick? What was the first major Italian city that had the huge COVID problems? Anybody in the chat know that? Because there was a huge and extensive tie to China. I think Paul Sperry broke that as well. That there was a there were flights going back and forth between that 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 uh, city in Italy and Wuhan, China. What? No. Not Gucci. I see people in the chat trying to name. What was the name of that? Uh... No, it was it's an Italian city. It's not. It's not Gucci. Hold on, Italian. I'm sorry, Italian city, COVID. Oh boy, I'm trying to find it. Not Rome. Oh, you got to help me out on this one. I need. I need the Italian. This this city. There was. A, it was a city in Italy that I. Whatever. It'll have to come to me. Uh, Naples. No, it wasn't Naples. Lombardy. I don't know. There was a. There was a. There was a. An Italian city in northern Italy. Is in northern Italy. Northern Italy. Northern Italian city. COVID. I hate when I do this. I should have known this. It should have been in my head. No. No. All right. Whatever. I'll, we'll come back to it tomorrow. Or something. I don't know. The outbreak in northern Italy. There was a. There was an. There was an Italian fashion company in northern Italy, that. What What happened was. They were able to somehow use the fashion company's tags because they had shops, their factories were in Wuhan, China, and. Everyone wants those Italian. I don't know. It, it's a whole thing. You, it's fashion. It's a whole thing. I don't know. Whatever. It was in northern Italy. Was in Lomb- I think it was Lombardy. It says Lombardy, Emilia, Romagna, Veneto, and and Piedmont. Um, no. Um, 
but there was a fashion company that was over there that if it says that on the dress, it says that on the garment, it's supposed to be regarded very high, highly in the fashion industry. And what happened was it wasn't being produced in Italy. It was being produced in Wuhan and the Chinese nationals were going back and forth or something like that between Wuhan and Italy. And that's how the, the outbreak was so bad in this one area of northern Italy because the fashion industry is up there in northern Italy. And, and, and the workers are Chinese nationals. So Italy essentially took advantage of these Chinese nationals in their country because they were paying them not a living wage to produce. So it was actually made by Chinese people in Italy is what I'm getting at. Anyway, that's what one, what one of the, uh, what one of the, uh, COVID connections in Northern Italy was, and I'll try and get that information for you tomorrow. All right, we've just hit 500 rumbles. Let's get to 600 this morning, folks. we got about 10 minutes. We have uh, 1,300 watching right now, um, and it wasn't Milan, and it's not Balenciaga, and it wasn't Versace. Those are brands. Uh, it was Lombardi, I think, was where it was. I'll look at the company. I'll look at the company. It's a it's a major, major company in Italy. Uh, I think it's just in Lombardi, but it, we'll, we'll find the whole thing. I'll find it. Uh, I'll find it. it was a Paul Sperry story, and I'll find it today, and I'll follow up with it tomorrow. Uh, but let's move. Let's move along. If you don't want to investigate China, then then you must be hiding something. Is my opinion. That's what I'm thinking. I'm very disappointed in our fashionistas right now, by the way, because this is something that was a big story. No, there's one out there. I'll find it. I'll find it. Very disappointed in our fashionistas. All right, Biden's classified documents. Uh, Related to Ukraine, Iran, and U- and the UK from 2013 to 2016. I believe the city was Lombardy, where that first outbreak was in northern Italy. But there's an actual company up there that, I'll find it, it was in the New York Times uh, from years ago. New York Times, China, Lombardy, whatever. Ukraine, Iran, and U- the UK from 2013 to 2016. The United States intelligence materials related to Ukraine, Iran, and the UK were among the classified documents being kept by sleepy Joe Biden as his time as vice president. Also, I heard breaking news that um, a picture of his hairy legs, Corn Pop's mugshot, and a scratch and sniff book, otherwise known as an elementary school yearbook, were also among the classified documents in sleepy Joe's office. And if you don't think that's going to become a video today, because a certain somebody with a certain radio show, who I happen to hold in very high regard, who also is an investor in Rumble, we'd like to utilize that on the show today. So uh, make sure you're listening to the Dan Bongino show today. A source familiar with the matter told the outlet that the documents are U.S. intelligence briefings and memos related to topics including Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom and were dated between 2013 and 2016. On Monday, it was announced that U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, who's thankfully not on the Supreme Court, that's his full name. If you didn't know, he changed his name. Merrick Garland, who is thankfully not on the Supreme Court, that's his full name now. Assigned an attorney to review classified documents found at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement in Washington. This relates to about 10 documents from President Biden's vice presidential office, two sources said. The materials were identified by personal attorneys for the president on November 2nd, just days before the midterm elections, according to special counsel. Uh, To the president, Richard Sauber, the documents were discovered when Biden's personal attorneys were packing files housed in a locked closet to prepare to vacate office space at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. I'm interested to see if the intel reports about Ukraine have anything to do with a couple of things. Hunter Biden's business dealings, perhaps. Burisma. Maybe. Uh, How about that prosecutor? 
Remember the prosecutor, Joe Biden? I said to him, I said to him, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're going to get fired. If you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not going to get the $6 billion. So you don't fire him. You got six hours. You don't get the billion dollars. You got six hours. Well, son of a bitch, he fired him. Yeah. Remember that? Where he admitted to a quid pro quo? That arrogant sleazebag Joe Biden admitted to bribing Ukraine to fire one of the prosecutors, literally, for a billion dollars. You got six hours. Six. You got six hours to fire the prosecutor. If you don't, you don't get the billion. Well, son of a bitch, he was fired. He did this on on television. It was the whole thing. So, Joe Biden, maybe it's about that. I'm, I'm very, very curious. Iran, intel documents about Iran. Interesting. I wonder if any of that has to do with that Iran nuclear deal where billions of dollars were sent in cash. Cash. We said cash to Iran. These people hate us. We gave them money. We're giving them nukes. What a horrible thing. Folks, I wonder if that's there. I don't know what's there behind uh, what's what's there in the UK documents type of intel reports. But if you remember, Christopher Steele was hired by uh, Perkins Coie, the Clinton campaign. Christopher Steele is former MI6. MI6 is uh, intel, British intel. Could those intelligence reports from the UK have something to do with the dossier? Remember, it was from 2013 to 2016. I don't know. It might not fit the time frame. Maybe they were doing some preliminary. I don't know. But we know that there was funny business with all three of those countries, whether it was the Iran nuke deal, whether it was Hunter Biden, Burisma, and firing the prosecutor, whether it was UK intelligence sources or former MI6 sources, Christopher Steele, Stefan Halper, Who is Stefan Halper? Stefan Halper, where's my uh, Spygate poster? It's over there somewhere. Stefan Halper was the guy who was was spying on Carter Page, another person with extensive ties to the United Kingdom intelligence apparatus. Who was spying on Carter Page, on George Papadopoulos, where they met each other in a bar in London. You know what I'm talking about? I got this whole post or the epic times with this whole big thing on spygate i get laughed at over it why it's not relevant oh it's relevant it was relevant back when it broke too we find out that they spied on trump they spied on him while he was president they're still doing it unbelievable unbelievable Okay, let's get to uh, the Oregon story while we have time. 70 rumbles away from 600, folks. Let's keep pushing. Push, push, push. Pedal to the metal. I think we can get there. Five minutes, 70 rumbles. Let's do it. Oregon pledges to affirm sex changes for kids as reading proficiency plummets. So the kids don't know how to read, but they do know that they want to change genders. It sounds like uh, it sounds like we got our priorities misplaced there. Now, one of the biggest problems that I have with the public school system isn't just that kids don't know how to read, but they also don't know how to communicate. We have, I love my phone. I use it a lot. I use it a lot for work. I use it a lot to create content. Social media is a cool thing. It's a it's a very interesting tool. I use Twitter to find my news. You know, and there's a really cool search tool. I just found out how to use the advanced search on Twitter, so you can search date ranges and all sorts of things. Right. Here's the thing. We rely too much on the phone. We rely too much on autocorrect to 
teach us or to make us look more presentable. There are a ton of kids who get through these public schools. They don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to go through a job interview. They don't know financial literacy. They don't know how to write an essay. They certainly don't know how to write a letter. They can't form a sentence. This is a problem. I was always taught growing up that, you know, and one of the reasons why that I I used to like to write is because I always liked to talk, which is funny because that's not what I do, right? And all I had to do is talk in my head and take those thoughts and put them on the page, formed properly, and write a good essay or a college paper or whatever it was. These kids nowadays, we're not focusing on that anymore. We're not focusing on reading comprehension. We're not focusing on literacy in any aspect. We're not focusing on composition. We're not focusing on communication. And this all kind of started back in the AOL Instant Message days where we all communicated, LOL, raffle, all this stuff, right? The raffle copter rolling on the floor laughing. Then there was rolling on the floor laughing my ass off. Raffle Ameo. So that was like a long one. I was like, well, we've made the abbreviation like longer than the words itself now, so what are we doing? No, seriously, this all started back in the Instant Messenger. I know we want to keep it, keep it short, keep it this, keep it that, you know. But we have slowly lost the ability to effectively communicate and this is going to affect everybody going forward and now that we have seen this issue presenting itself whether it's because of smartphones or because of diversity equity inclusion critical race theory education or we're prioritizing the wrong things in schools now when we see the test scores fall we talked about it earlier this year or last year later last year act scores were at a 30-year low they blamed covid Math scores in New York State were at a 30-year low or a historic low. Region scores, they're blaming COVID. This is not COVID. This has been something that has been bubbling up for a very long time. And now it is finally showing its, 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 its ugly head. It's rearing its ugly head. And what are we going to prioritize to fix it? Sex changes for kids in Oregon. Libs of TikTok. Oregon Department of Education released new guidelines on affirming LGBTQ+, what happened to the A's and the I's and the P's, students and the two-spirits. They promote the use of pronouns using bathrooms based on gender identity and support, quote, gender-affirming care for minors. It also provides links to kids with info on, quote, tucking and chest-binding. In school. So we don't have to worry about reading. Don't have to worry about writing. Don't have to worry about math. We don't have to worry about speaking. We don't have to worry about science. We don't have to worry about even coding, digital work, web building. All of these things that can provide students with a foundation to succeed later on in the workforce. We don't worry about all that. Instead, we're focused on grooming. Let's just call it what it is. Instead, we're focused on grooming. I'm sorry, but teaching children, minors in public schools in Oregon, how to tuck or chest bind is disgusting. That's not why parents are sending their children to school. And if that is why parents are sending their children to school, well, then CPS needs to have a word with them. This is disgusting. And it's happening in Oregon. And if it's happening in Oregon, you know it's happening in other states. We spoke about, there was a, a case a couple of weeks ago where that, that, that girl was meeting with a social worker and they gave her a chest binder and kept it a secret from the parent. Remember that? And she spoke up about it. And the other teachers in the district said, no, the kids have to feel safe and you're a bigot. I remember saying this almost two years ago now at this point. This is going to destroy our country because the children who are not taught 
basic essential skills, reading, writing, math, science, and some of this digital stuff now that we are talking about, since that's where our, our entire world is going, the students who are not taught that, they're going to be the ones who are getting the short end of the stick when other students around the world, whether they're from India or China or Japan or, or other countries, they're learning those skills. So when they sit down to get the jobs that our students want to get, our students aren't going to get them and Americans will be out of work. Education is an America first issue. It always has been and it always will be. This story out of Oregon, this prioritizing of the, the gender affirming care or the use of the pronouns or the bathrooms while your reading scores are plummeting. It just goes to show you that you don't, you, you no longer care, not even remotely, not even remotely, not even slightly care. You don't even slightly care about whether or not these kids are going to live a successful life going forward. You're failing. You are failing. These kids aren't failing. They're succeeding in what you want them to do. You don't want them to be able to read and write because if they can read and write, then they can be independent of the government. They can be independent of you. You don't want that. You want to control them because you're sick, predatory animals. That's what you are. You are sick, predatory animals. Shame on you. Last but not least, Hunter Brown, and we'll get out of here for the day. Hunter was a standout offensive lineman on the Falcon football team, the U.S. Air Force Falcons, and was well-respected in his squadron. Lieutenant General Richard M. Clark, U.S. Air Force Academy superintendent, said in a statement, the entire U.S. Air Force Academy mourns his loss, and our hearts and condolences are with his family, his squadron, and all who were touched by this incredible young man. 21 years old. Rest in peace to Hunter Brown, a sophomore. Um who collapsed on his way to class from his dorm room. I don't want to use the title of the Stu Peters documentary because it is a little harsh, but it was sudden. And it did end in the loss of this young man's life. And we as the we as American people, as American citizens, as some folks, I don't know if anybody in our chat has been vaccinated, we, de we deserve to know whether or not it was this mRNA shot. Because it's, it's happening at a rate now that we just can't ignore. And it needs to stop, or we need to get to the bottom of it, and we need to know what's causing this. How many more people are going to have to die before we start taking the conspiracy theory seriously? All right, on that note, we are going to sign off for the day. Thank you so much to everybody here on the uh, Ungoverned show, the captain's crew. Thank you very much. We are at 582 rumbles, so please push on the way out. Let's get to 600. Remember your remember to subscribe. Remember to subscribe to rumble.com slash LFA TV. Jeremy Harrell coming up at 11. Mike Crispy coming up at 12. Kevin Smith, Loud Majority coming up at 1. A break between 2 and 3. Anna Perez, Wrong Think at... Uh, uh, from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m., Moody with Isabella, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. and Live from America, Jeremy Harrell, again, at from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Thank you to Buchanan123 for the $10 Rumble rant. Thank you so much for all the support. Please make sure we share the show. Put it all over the place. 
put it on your social medias, your Twitters, your Getters, your Truth Socials, your Facebooks, your Telegrams, everywhere. Let everyone know to watch Ungoverned every single day from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Rumble.com slash LFA TV, Roku TV, Fire Stick as well. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. And as President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never surrender. We will never give in. And when all else fails, we'll just become ungovernable. Thank you so much, folks. We will catch you tomorrow.